0: Good evening, Marvels and Marvelettes. It's the Blurred Hulk in the Big Bayou. And we're back to talk about all things Marvel. From the big screen to the small print. From left to right, with the guys you remember raising cap, shield, yelling and Avengers assemble. Feel the pulse in your chest so you know you're alive. Season 1, Episode 7 of the Marvel Tribe. <laughs> Marvel Tribe. Marvel Tribe.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> right on right on episode Man. seven that's crazy we did seven of these this, i know it's it's it, nuts
0: it's it might like, be six <laughs> it, could be, it could be six
1: i'm just gonna say seven i
0: wrote six i'm gonna go with seven I like, we have a lost episode that's yes
1: there, there's a missing episode out there for y'all mm-hmm. and stuff so
0: so uh we're back yes the, it's me the the, the big bayou and uh, the blurred hawk as always and right we're, we're here in, we're here in uh, the d cave with right. big papa disney helping us out on the ones and the twos david how you doing today
1: i'm 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 in there i'm i'm, I'm trying i'm trying to keep high spirits for a lot of people and, I get it. and i'm it's a big job but i'm gonna do it so
0: that's awesome you know what look, look, allow us to be serious for a couple seconds yeah All right, we're done. We're 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 done being serious. That was it. We were serious for a couple of seconds. We're going to try to have some fun here. We're going to go through some uh, best lines of the MCU. Oh, yeah. So if anybody's tagging along with us, feel free to throw some in there. You know, they have to be family appropriate because – we do work for the Big Mouse a little bit there. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to throw some random Marvel facts out, some things you may not know. And then we're going to skip the retro spotlight, and we're going to talk about the not-so-MCU, and <laughs> we're going to review Ghost Rider, uh, the, the Nicolas Cage uh, disaster pick, Ooh. if you will. Oh. So, yeah. Tune in, and let's get it on. Let's do
1: it. Let's so, get it on.
0: <laughs> oh, babe. let's get it on all right so and by get it on i mean let's get on with some good lines that's right so i went through and was doing a lot of these by kind of by my memory but i thought we'd alternate yeah yeah. some some lines we don't have to follow any kind of protein protein listen to me i've got meat on the mind (laughs) uh any kind of format here but there's some really good lines some really funny lines just some great lines in the 10 years of the mcu so I thought I'd start off, as always, with Mr. Captain America. A recurring line of his, I could do this all day. Uh great line that he utters. He utters it in the very first movie. Yep. It makes an appearance again in Civil War. And he kind of mentions it again in, in passing uh, in Endgame. And he goes, I know, I know. So great line sums up Cap's character in just about, I mean, that's it. That's he could all day.
1: So one I think one of my f- Favorite lines that's kind of slept on because it's it's from the original that kind of kicked off the MCU is in Iron Man it's it's it's, and it's not done by Tony Stark it's actually Pepper Potts when you know we we you know when we're kind of going through the whole Iron Man is like this playboy billionaire tech genius and stuff and then we introduce Pepper Potts and she meets. I think it was a reporter. reporter. Yeah. yeah. And, and the reporter asked, who are you? He was like, well, I'm, I'm the girl who does anything and everything that Mr. Starks required, including, Occasionally taking out the
0: trash. That's <laughs> such a great line.
1: Best that yeah, was I saw some lines. Kind of solidify exactly what she does because she does everything for for Stark. So
0: yeah, she's basically thinking ahead. She's like, That's my man. Exactly. I'm basically. I'm taking you to the house yeah. and then I'm coming back here.
1: Fast forward a decade later. That's right. Yeah. I got all the
0: passwords. <laughs> exactly. So um, another good Iron Man quote from Avengers when Loki's explaining to him what they have. You know, we have an army. I you know, Tony Stark staring down a god no less not even in armor with a drink in his hand says we have a hulk yes hard hard to argue with that one can't can't beat that yeah great one so
1: let me see so i mean there there's the classic one which uh from black panther that killmonger says oh yeah um let me see if i can god i'm trying to do this from memory but yeah do you have it on
0: yeah it's right there there. it's right above the uh, yondo line Second page. Second
1: page.
0: Flip it, flip it, flip it, flip it.
1: Yeah, excuse us. We're just, we're just kind of. Yeah. So yeah. So Killmonger, you know, as you know, he's mortally wounded and stuff, and you know, T'Challa is like, hey, you know, we can, we can, we can do something. We can say it doesn't have to end like this, and. He just said, you know, straight up, looked him dead in his eye, dead serious, like, hey, just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. That's in chills down my spine and stuff. Now, I also want to add, let me add a little clarification to that and stuff, because. I've had friends of mine, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, the blurred Hulk, the black nerd here. I had friends of mine who wanted to, you know, everyone likes to challenge, challenge things. And they challenged that quote and there's like, well, if you have ancestors and stuff, how are you here? And so I was like, I'm a, so I was like, let me explain how that works. Okay. First of all, it can, there's two ways that, 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 that quote works and it works perfectly one we we always operate as a people you know we we came here in bondage back you know many many days in colonial time so you know so the ancestors is all of us everyone who was taken who was brought here that's one thing the other thing the more scientific thing is your ancestors could be you know a cousin you know one of your one of your great your great great grandfather grandmother so you just need a surviving relative and stuff for you to actually exist so i just want to kind of put that out there so that that quote is is awesome it makes sense and you know there's facts that could back it up so
0: there you go but but you had another one you had another one you really liked from killmonger
1: oh the are you talking about the Hey, auntie! <laughs> <laughs> That's low key, just awesome. That that kind of set the tone when they're you know challenged, like you're not part of this family, you're not, you know. And then he, you know, he busts out who who his birth, what uh, Wakandan name was. showed them the <gasps> tattoo. Like, yes, I am. And then it, and and everyone's face was just shocked. He added the whole, hey, hey, hey auntie. auntie, hey,
0: auntie. That's some good stuff. Yeah, uh, this one's for my wife. It's. Definitely her favorite line out of all of them. It's from Ragnarok. Uh he Thor's about to fight in the arena and they're about to release who he's fighting. And the Hulk comes blasting through. And rather than being upset, of course, Thor gets really happy and goes, yes. And then my wife's her quote, he's a friend from work. <laughs> Which is just a fantastic line. Uh and there's a lot of good ones in that one. Loki, Loki, look. And Loki's trying not to make eye contact and singing in his seat. The, the banter between those two is just out of this world good. Oh, yeah. Uh, under Yeah. Iron Man and Civil War, the introduction of Spider-Man, of course, when everyone was really hoping to see him. And then here he comes. And, uh, you got another one up there? Um, so I'm trying to, I'm
1: trying to find. So there, there is one that, um, so I do as I, as I, you know, so I, I cosplay as Umbaku. And there's, for me, I, there's more than just like that one liner. There's this great speech that happens when, uh, Umbaku and he faces off against T'Challa at the Warrior Falls and stuff. And he talks about, you know, how I, I just love the whole, that whole premise, you know, how they just kind of, just kind of come out and, oh, yeah. and he's like, yeah, They're like, like M'Baku, what are you doing here? It's challenge day. And he goes off into his whole like speech of judgment and stuff. And I, I wish I, I tried to find it. I actually used to have it memorized, but if I was to say, I would just, I would mess it up and stuff. But I, I love that. If I find it, I, maybe I'll, I'll do my okay. impersonation later. and stuff. So
0: if I can have a request for black Panther two, can we please have more M'Baku? Yes. Please, 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 please. I would love to see some more deviations amongst the tribes yeah. and, and everything. I loved, I the, I don't remember offhand the, the actor who played him, but he just nailed it. He was so good as M'Baku. So, uh, here's one for Big Papa Disney Yes. from Mrs. Scarlet Witch. It's a conversation between her and Thanos. Scarlet Witch comes popping up at Endgame. You took everything from me. And Thanos, of course. I don't even know you. What does she say? She you will. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, for, <laughs> I love
0: that.
1: So, for all you guys who are listening, so the the actor is Winston Duke. So, That's it, Winston yeah, Duke. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of his. He, he's also was in uh, Jordan Pills. Um, uh, was it Us? I think it was us. Yeah. yeah he's us. the dad. He's yeah. The dad. He's the dad in us. And he's also in that new Mark Wahlberg Netflix movie. Um, oh, it's, um, it's the Spencer for
0: Hire updated Right, right. Yeah. One. That
1: was, oh, yeah. He is. He's Spencer the, confidential. He's the, he's the yeah. guy he trains. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he's, that was a good movie. He plays Hawk. He's, he's, I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but he, he played. I
0: enjoyed Hawk. it for what it was. It was
1: good. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to check it out when I get a chance. But yeah, Winston Duke is as Mbaku.
0: Good man. Uh, I, one of my favorite lines is, during uh, Avengers 2, when they're going to get Ultron. Oh. And Hawkeye is talking to Scarlet Witch. And he's convincing her what's going to happen. And he tells her, no matter what, if you step out of this door, you're an Avenger. Oh, absolutely. And it's so cool. And she comes out just with a fire, <laughs> throwing her little hex bolts around. Good, good. Actually, Jeremy Renner is very overlooked. Uh, mm-hmm. I, know he, I know Hawkeye got a lot of flacking. we didn't really get to see a lot of him as Ronan. We got a little bit of Ronan. I would like to bit, see yeah. a lot more Ronan. I, I do too. Uh, but Jeremy Renner is such a, just a really, really good actor, and he uh. gets a lot of good lines as Hawkeye that could have easily been very, very cheesy. Uh, so, yeah, props to to Renner.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna break um a cardinal rule here. We, we don't we don't curse on Okay. Here. But one of my favorite lines now. Kids, plug your ears because this is from Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say, it, just I am Groot. Is it? That was oh, that was it. Yep, yeah, that heard was, it. I couldn't believe it. Oh man! And when Sky, when Sky Lord looked at him like, "Whoa, dude!" Like the when when he said, uh, "I am Groot." Whoa! Whoa, man! Watch your mouth. Yes, um, that's so good. Yes, I am Groot. Say it uh, again. Sorry. Bleep bleep that later.
0: Yeah, we can we can. Uh. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Thor appears on the battlefield yep. in uh, Infinity War, and, and he what sees Captain epic scene. America. Oh, man. He ec- goes, I, know, I noticed you've copied my beard. He <laughs> goes, this is my friend, the tree. <laughs> the tree. <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Groot. <laughs> Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Rogers. Steve yes. Oh, man, I, 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 another thing can't be understated is how how white bread he plays Captain America. So, oh, so absolutely. perfect. He's just he's milking cookies and apple pie and Fourth of July parades. And oh, he's just so he, he does an awesome job as Cap.
1: They they sum up, I, I think, perfectly Captain America and Inspireman Homecoming or Far From Home where the PE teacher. Plays the infomercial from Cap and stuff. <laughs> and he pulls up a chair and he does the whole kind of, you know, point his fingers at you like uh, this is America and you know, you can be the, it's like we all, we all been there. We all seen those cheesy, like outdated two generations ago, right? Videos and stuff that are just like way not reality. The thing is with Cap, that is his reality. Yeah. Like, he, right, I'm going he's to that, out. yeah. He's that walking uh, commercial and stuff for him, So
0: really good. You got another line you want to throw out there? Um,
1: so, I mean, did we do the Avengers Assemble? Like, no. that, for you me, want that? that, that's, that's the culmination. That was the biggest shot, uh, shout out to fans. Ever, I mean, that, that anyone who read the comic books and followed them, they knew when you, know, you said that that was the line we are waiting for. We haven't oh. heard it. We've heard it in comic books, and we oh. knew what it meant and stuff. Like, we about to do battle, battle. That's
0: Big Puppet Disney how it was when he said that. Oh. I flipped out.
1: Man. Oh,
0: flipped yeah. out. I got chills. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, same. Like, uh, oh. it, this was, yeah. So give me one. Amazing. Give
0: me a good Avengers Assemble. Like, Cap does it. Give me one. Give me a guttural one.
1: Avengers, A symbol.
0: There it is. I'm ready to fight. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's, let's just let's throw down with whoever.
1: So uh, actually, we want to talk yeah.
0: about hype. Can I?
1: Can I catch sure. you? Off? Hype me one. up, man. So hype for me, like, and it's low key insulting and stuff. But it, it's it's the, the 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 um Hulk and Loki, <laughs> but they're when they first introduce each other, and Hulk is coming. You know, he's run. He's about to run up on 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 Loki. And Loki's like stop. And then, you know, he, he starts going off into his <laughs> speech, like, um, t- you know, you're below me, primitive, I'm a god or whatever. And Hulk just, like, grabbed him and ragged dolled him back and forth. Oh, so and then he walks off and we hear his first words. And his first words were, puny god. And <laughs> <laughs> he looks over his shoulder, and he looks back. That's you know, it's so good. Yeah, oh, I loved it. Oh, yes.
0: Uh <laughs> We, we can talk about that right, right now. I'm gonna do a little Black Panther though, because I, I gotta get in. I gotta get in Black Panther because uh, another one a line that I loved is they arrive, Captain Eric comes out, get this man a shield. Yes. Yeah, get this man a shield. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got the technology to take care of you. You want a shield? I'll get you a shield, and she's gonna make she's gonna make it better than you, the shield you got, man. Don't even worry about so, it.
1: I, mean, I have to say, like, like. I, I think some of the best liners in, in, uh, Black Panther was the comic relief, which was done by, by Shuri. Shuri was, she was amazing. She, she was funny. Like when she was introducing, uh, Black Panther to like, you know, the, the shoes, like you, you know, they're, they're silent. You can't hear anything. <laughs> Guess what I call them? Sneakers, <laughs> and you know, and the whole like, what what are those? Like before, and he, she introduced the sneakers and stuff. Like it's just she's she's amazing. Yeah he's,
0: he's got the uh, the sandals on. What are those? What are those? Yes, yes. Oh, so good. I can't forget about I uh, can't forget about Yandu. I'll, I'll I'll get to him. Oh
1: yes. Oh.
0: So Yandu, of course, is is cascading down, and mm-hmm. and uh, Star Lord tells him he looks like he looks like Mary Poppins. <laughs> And he says, is he cool? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's Yanda cool. And they respond to I'm Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins, y'all.
1: Mary Poppins, y'all.
0: Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> All right. So let's let's it's for Big Papa Disney. Yeah. Of course, we don't. No, 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 no. I'm. You want this? It is a great it's a great line. And so <laughs> we're going to talk about Captain America. Yeah. Captain America knocks himself out, looks at himself face down and says, that is America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> because it is. Uh, also props to Paul Rudd for using the full name Captain America when he hands him back his shield. And the way he delivers the line is classic Paul Rudd is, here's your shield, Captain America. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, he's so good. He, he added, he added so much levity to it. All
1: right. So I'm going to, I'm going to add this is, this is a little insulting and stuff, but. Hey, they they purposely put this in there and stuff. So this is about uh, Scarlet, which is a brother. So this is Quicksilver. And one of the first and final words, he says, you know, you didn't see that coming.
0: You didn't see that coming?
1: And apparently... He didn't see the bullet <laughs> coming <laughs> yeah. when he was saving the Hawkeye. So yeah. it, it was just, I, I think it was just like one of those like little setups. And stuff. I'm like, ooh, that's yeah. ouch. It couldn't
0: to be a real but He could have been like, I guess you didn't see that coming, huh? <laughs> I guess you didn't see that.
1: So, yeah, that that was one of those low-key like, ooh, man. Yeah.
0: when are going to bring one of Thanos' out. the uh, <laughs> Hardest choices require the strongest wills. Oh, yes. Good line. Uh, when he's talking about his balance. And not only that, but. I would say that uh, in, I know Andy likes to disagree, but I think the, the one thing I had was the lack of a really strong villain up until because uh, Loki was a good choice for a villain, but it's kind of like a wrestling match when all of a sudden the heel turns into a face because the crowd loves him. Yeah. And then Tom Hiddleston with just has natural charisma. And I think between that and Loki always is kind of. I don't know. He's always kind of playing an edge anyway. Sometimes he's friendly, sometimes he's pro. Uh Thor, sometimes he, you know, sometimes he uh us a snake because he knows I love snakes. <laughs> and he stabbed me. And so um, but Killmonger was a great, great, great villain. But Thanos gave us in any comic back comic book movie the most complete villain we've had. Oh, uh, Even to the point where you almost sympathize with him during infinity war when you realize what it is he's trying to do with his achievement of balance and everything of how uh, the thriving of 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 the world will or the the universe will come because it's going to be random choices he's not going to take the smartest or the weakest he's just going to take half yeah. and whoever's left will be forced to live however they do it now you know that there is obviously some things when you murder half of the Entire population oh, but then it was kind of you know whatever
1: yeah, Whatever yes. yeah i I love the line, you know like the uh, you know, fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe, but this does put a smile
0: on my yeah. face. <laughs> That's another game And I Thanos. can't, I
1: can't even pretend like I said, it like the way he did. Cause he yeah. pulled that, that now Josh Brolin pulled that off. Very. He smooth. did. Who plays Thanos, by the way, you guys uh, amazing actor. He's actually part of the reason why I moved here to Oregon. Cause I'm a huge Goonies, Goonies fan. fan sure. And he, and if Ferrari. you guys don't know he's, he's Troy. He's no, not he's not brand. He's no. brand. Sorry. He's brand, the older brother. Um, and, and Goonies. Mikey. So, Mikey's yeah. older brother. Hey, Mikey. Yes. So yeah, I still can't get over the, the bike the bike scene in that movie. But yeah. So yeah, that's Goonies is what brought me here to Oregon. But yeah, that he delivered that line that this put a smile on my face. That was pretty that was pretty epic.
0: Bruce Banner in the First Avengers. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. I'm always angry changes into the hulk on the
1: fly oh man and he the way he just dished off that uh, I forgot what those flying well creatures and stuff were, yeah from the
0: man not he's, from the never never but yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: like, the amount if, if anyone who doubts Hulk's strength I mean just re-watch that clip when he goes from Banner into Hulk and he smashes that uh flying I call it the flying well and stuff and it stops like it falls on stops where it's like collapsing on itself over over him, the amount of tonnage, weight, that sheer power and force and stuff that the Hulk has and stuff was displayed right then and there. Now I know some people are gonna probably talk about like how you know he got you know beat by you know oh, Thanos, Thanos and stuff right? like that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna, I so I, I can I can I address it. I'm just going to so you walk want a just ahead. a little bit and so, so here's the thing and stuff. Okay, so comic book Hulk versus mcu hulk so hulk as a whole is one of the most powerful like strength wise um uh, heroes in the universe period um he's he's incredibly strong he, he knows no limits he's he's a limitless the, if you look up his scorecard you wouldn't have anything so he can be overpowered that because it's based on how angry he gets mcu hulk does have a little bit of limitation he's a little powered down and i get it because otherwise you know like between hulk and thor you wouldn't really need any of the other characters and stuff so you have to kind of make them fit and play nice as a group and stuff with that said him being beat by thanos who who is a titan who's a technician who's a universe galaxy fighter isn't a isn't a shock he didn't like destroy hulk he just he just he, he did something to Hulk that no one ever did. Hulk right. usually easily destroyed his components and stuff. If you saw uh you know thor ragnarok and stuff he was happy he was enjoying his life uh with the with the with the uh, grandmaster and stuff uh fighting in the arena and stuff because that's you know what hulk does no one's going to beat him and stuff so with that he got surprised by by thanos but there was no real rematch and stuff with that so and because it, it turned out you know there's this internal feud that was going on that whole doesn't want to come out and save the day anymore. It wasn't because he was scared of Thanos. He actually had a beef that he always got pulled out to come and help him to fight. And then he got no respect because people always hated Hulk and stuff. And so that's that's where I just wanted to leave it and stuff. Hulk, honestly, on the real matchup, which we can actually do. I'll save
0: we a save that battle.
1: real um, battle with Thanos versus Hulk. Because I we didn't really get a fair fair uh part, interpretation of interpretation it, yeah. of what that fight would look like so yeah.
0: that's fair yep. <laughs> so now we're going to move on there's some quotes if you have quotes of your own uh feel free to post them on the instagram or the facebook pages uh, those are some of ours they're they're literally hundreds those are just some that came off the top of our heads but now we're going to pull you some, some some random facts that you may or may not know about marvel comics in general mm and uh have a little fun with this. So, I yeah. guess I'll go first. Yep. Yeah. What am I doing? The Oh yeah. Uh here's a random fact. Uh we're going to pause now for advertising. And we're back. Thank you Spotify.
1: Man, I I I we, I get so, we get so much love and stuff from our so sponsors much, uh, and stuff. You guys, I mean, give it up for, for for you know, this particular product. Get you some. Enjoy it. Share it with your family and get, your friends. Get two. Yes, get two. Might, might as well. Highly recommend. Get Highly. Two.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, random fact. The Comics Code Authority <clears throat> was an organization... That was established in 1954 that made comics more kid-friendly. You'll start to notice if you collect older comics, then on the top left corner is like a little, looks like a stamp, and it said uh, Comics Code Authority. But in addition to cutting down on violence and gore, they decided to enact, which is kind of ridiculous in retrospect, an outright ban on werewolves in an attempt to discourage the horror genre as uh, in total so marvel eventually gets around this with a artistic barricade by developing slightly skewed takes on the wolf something combo so they create somebody like say sauron sauron is a were pterodactyl from the savage land who deb- debuts in in 1969 in x-men number 60 and 1971 the code thankfully uh, for all you lycanthrope lovers, was revised and werewolves were allowed to be included in comic book stories as long as they related to the classic tradition of the gothic literature of authors uh, like Edgar Allan Poe, Sir Conan Doyle. So after the repeal came a flurry of werewolf titles and characters such as Werewolf by Night, the uh, Man and Wolf storyline in Captain America in the early 80s where he turned into Cap Wolf. <sighs> Which is a pretty bizarre storyline. And it's, it's, it, I'm, I'm surprised they ever let that one go through. It's, it's rough. Mm-hmm. It's awful. It's, it's almost as bad as, as Cap getting tra- uh, trapped in an explosion with a, a warehouse full of uh, what they call ice and ends up getting addicted to like this heroin and starts going crazy. Yeah. They, they, they really kind of pushed the envelope on some things, but that's a random uh, Marvel fact. Uh, Dave, you want to read the second one?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for all you, uh, Transformers fans out there, Woo! so Marvel aren't, they're not just responsible for your love of Spider-Man and Wolverine. They also developed the Transformers names, Optimus Prime and Megatron. So the history behind that is the toy manufacturer Hasbro, which owns uh, the entire uh, Transformer franchise, approached the Marvel editor-in-chief uh, Jim Shooter uh, Shooter and the writers uh, Denny O'Neill and Bob Budansky, is his name. Yeah, was it, yeah it was yeah. Budansky. Um, you know, this was back in the early 80s. So Hasbro's bought, you know, he Hasbro's has bought the robots that, you know, that disguise themselves as cars and planes from a Japanese toy company called Takara and needed to repackage them. So, you know, they solicited their help and Budanski created Megatron while Jim Shooter uh, developed an eight page treatment that the characters and the relationships between the Decepticons and the Autobots and explained their whole backstory and gave a brief breakdown of several robots, uh, personality traits and kind of, you know, their moral alignment, like kind of what, what guides them, the Decepticons, the Autobots. Yeah.
0: They were hand in hand.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, here was born was called the transformer universe and stuff. And this was done with the help of Marvel creative teams. Yeah, so. they
0: kept coming up with creative names. There's a whole thing about it. Uh, I think Netflix has a series about the toys mm-hmm. yep. of our age, and they talk about all that that Marvel did for it. Uh, quick little trivia. So as they're on their ship called the Ark, uh, they crash land where? What state?
1: Ooh. I'm not a big Transformers fan, so if I'm guessing, they had to have crashed
0: land. I'll give you a hint. We live in it. They crash landed in Oregon. They crash landed in Oregon. Wow. The Transformers Check takes place out. in Oregon. No that's way. where they trash. They, they they crash land near near a, a tar pit of some sort, because that's how the no. the, the dino bots get get, but yeah, somewhere in north eastern Oregon is
1: where that I is right. awesome.
0: Where they are. Yeah. Transformers. So, there you go. They're the robots in disguise. <laughs> so another random fact. As with many creative industries, comic publishers rely heavily on trademarks. I believe we've, we talked about this about a year ago. Mm-hmm. The ability to trademark, uh, licensing of these trademarks though through movies and merchandise to generate income. The term superhero is trademarked by Disney and Marvel jointly. Yep. But the term zombie after <laughs> publishing Tale of the Zombie in 1973, Marvel applied for the publishing trademark of the term for use in their comic books. And two years later, zombie was officially trademarked to Marvel. By this time, uh, Tale of the Zombie was already being canceled. Yep. But Marvel held the trademark until 1996, when due to the overwhelming popularity of the archetype, they realized the trademark was almost impossible to enforce. Yep. So then they went on to trademark Marvel Zombies with the registration document stating no claim is made to the exclusive right to use zombies. zombies. So, yeah, there it is. Absolutely.
1: So... Another fun little fact, man. We're about to educate you guys. I hope you guys got your notebooks ready and your, your brains turned on here because you thought you had a school vacation here, but you don't. <laughs> so let Professor Blurred Hulk lighten your minds here. So another, another fun thing is that uh, Marvel uh, published their first issue of their adaptation of Star Wars. So this was in March uh, of 1977, which is uh, kind of close to around my birthday. Um, which you know there was a July uh, cover date uh, for that for that adapt- adaptation. Sorry about that. And about let's say this came so this all came out and took place two months before the actual movie was released in theaters. Yes. So, so for those who don't know, yeah, there's a there's a Star Wars connection with with Marvel.
0: So the the comic generated a lot of the hype. The, nobody nope. really believed in the movie. No. They they didn't think it was going to be a blockbuster. They didn't plan on it catching nope. on like it did. Uh, they went for toy licensing, and nobody really wanted to. To go with it, so Lucas went and and claimed all the rights for the toys himself, mm-hmm. which I'm sure a lot of people are <laughs> kicking themselves Absolutely. on that because I believe the toys themselves are a billion dollar oh by itself at least. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So Marvel released that book two months before the movie was done. It's it's a very hot item. It's it's got a it's the classic Luke leaning forward with Leia by his side and and Han and Solo in the back with with the Millennium Falcon and Falcon and uh yeah. So yeah, they technically published the book before the movie came out. So, uh, Marvel had an option in 1984 to control all the publishing rights to the DC Universe and turned it down. So, back in 84, when the comics were in the dumps, uh, not many people were buying them. Nobody really cared about seeing them on the big screen. Uh, Noting that Marvel was doing better commercially than DC, Bill Sarnoff, who was the head of Warner Communications Publishing, approached then-Marvel editor-in-chief Jim Shooter about licensing the rights to the DC Universe – Shooter declined, claiming that the DC characters wouldn't sell because they just weren't very good. Mm -mm. Now, you think Disney owns? Imagine if Marvel had purchased DC and then had rights to that as well. I mean, but we'd be able to see all the matchups we wanted to see. We'd see GLA versus Avengers.
1: Everything. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, I can't even phantom what that universe would look like. All right, Dave. All right, so
0: let's see. Where are we at here? We're number five. Tell, tell us about the the black costume, Marvel's black costume, Spider uh, Man's
1: Spider Man's oh, black costume. So, of all the superhero costumes in the Marvel history, perhaps none more recognizable and well regarded as Spider Man's black suit. Now, repre- <clears throat> excuse me, representing a turning point for the wall crawler towards a dark and more menacing uh, side. <laughs> Or, sex, I'm sorry, more dark, darker and nuanced, you know, but yeah, more menacing side. So, Spider Man's black suit caused by the alien symbiote, 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 Symbiot. symbiote? Symbiote.
0: Symbiote. Symbiote. symbiote, symbiote, go with symbiote, the same thing, Symbiote so, to correct
1: us. whatever. <laughs> so, it would go on to create Spider Man's most well known villain, which is called Venom. Which one, you know, coming out in theaters at some point, who knows? We, we, don't,
0: we don't. There's going to be a sequel.
1: Yeah, there's a sequel, and we'll see when that comes out. So this was a huge success for, for Spider-Man and Marvel as a whole. So as it turns out, the great idea didn't come from Stan Lee. And <clears throat> Stanley or any of the various writers or artists of spider Man's over the years, or even anyone at Marvel, it came from a fan. Shout out to the fandom here. We have amazing fandoms, and apparently Marvel listens to them. So while Marvel eventually uh, latched into the idea and offered the fan Randy Schuler, shout out to Randy, two hundred and twenty dollars and a chance to write the story himself, Schuler version of the story didn't quite work out. So Marvel ended up taking the the black suit idea and running with their own version.
0: Two hundred and twenty dollars. Two twenty.
1: Like I, dude, for what
0: ended up becoming I arguably the most popular Spider Man villain in the comic.
1: I would have done it for free. I'm just I, I have some ideas, Marvel. So if you guys are still offering up. Two
0: hundred and twenty dollars.
1: Low low key money options.
0: So this 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 last little bit of trivia is about <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's right. I'm not having a seizure. That's right. <laughs> What? stop teasing. Tino tease. It's been said that Michael Jackson lobbied very hard to play Professor X in the first X Men movie. Did. He did. He really wanted to be it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Timmy, my X Men. Uh, but as strange as that may have been, Professor X was not Jackson's ultimate dream role. He wanted to be Spider Man. Yeah. And for a second, it almost happened. Yep. In the eighties, Michael Jackson was the king of well. The king of the world! woo Yeah, everything he touched. He wanted to buy everything he loved, Mm -hmm. including the rights to Beatles songs. Mm -hmm. And he basically did. He spent $47 million on the entire Beatles catalog. And then he tried to buy Marvel Comics. His intentions were clear. He wanted to make a Spider-Man movie, and he wanted to be Spider-Man. Yep. So Lee agreed to help Jackson run the company and make the film originally. But uh, he wasn't actually in control of Marvel, and Jackson and a team of lawyers went to Toy Biz, who were then the owners of Marvel, and the CEO, Ike Perlmutter, to buy the company. However, Perlmutter declined Michael Jackson's offer and came back with an absurd $1 billion, far more than the company was worth at the time. This forced MJ to walk, MJ, oh, oh do you get it now? I oh. uh, forced him to walk away. I wonder if he walked away. Ow! Uh, walk away from the deal, and as a result, his dreams of ever playing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. However, we can, of course, imagine him going, come on, MJ, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wonder
1: if, if, if he did, if it did go his way. Would, would Spider-Man have been a musical? Which, I, I hope so. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm I'm picturing like thriller kind of like some some awesome Spire web montage and stuff where have been where dancing up dancing the side of buildings, shooting webs and flying. Like, I, have you seen uh, with the, the, the 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 speed uh, speed demon song, Michael Jackson? Yeah. Like get uh, oh yeah, pull up a board and get jump. Yeah, like him just swinging through. <laughs> Through the city and just singing this song. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's weird now. It, it, just it, it, just swinging past someone. Yeah.
0: He <laughs> lands. Oh, man. That
1: would yeah. have been so good. It, it would have been interesting. It, it would gonna, definitely
0: have been... I-
1: who knows? Maybe, maybe this happened on another, you know, earth. You know, maybe, maybe that's, you know...
0: I, I kind of need to see it now. <laughs> Not going to lie to you. Yeah. I kind of need to see it. So, and now it's time for the not-so... MCU. Ooh, yes. One man, one desire, one film that was not so MCU. So you see, back in 2007, Nicolas Cage, who for the longest time had, had lobbied to be Superman, they actually had a – there's a documentary about how they had a suit made for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Smith had worked on a script. Yep. And then they brought in – uh Gosh, what's his name? Uh, Edward Hands, director.
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, It's on the top of my head.
0: Tim. Tim Burton. Tim Burton, thank you. So they bring in Tim Burton. Tim Burton wants nothing to do with Kevin Smith's script. Throws it out, makes his own script, and they go forward with this mullet-wearing Nicolas Cage Yes. Superman vehicle, if you will. Uh, it all falls through. For those who don't know, uh, he is a huge... Comic book fan. He yep. actually has named one of his kids Cal. Yep. And his other kid is Christopher after Christopher Reeve. Yep. So so he decides instead that he's going to do Ghost Rider. So uh, mm. let's talk a little bit about the Ghost Rider movie as a whole. Uh, th- when the motorcyclist Johnny Blaze finds that his father, Barton Blaze, has terminal cancer. He accepts a pact with Mephistopheles, Mephistopheles given his soul for the health of his beloved father. But the devil deceives him. Martin dies in a motorcycle accident during an exhibition. Yep. Johnny leaves the carnival and his friends and his girlfriend, Roxanne. Many years later, he becomes a famous motorcyclist who risks his own life in shows, and he meets Roxanne again, who's a television reporter. So Mep- Mephistopheles proposes Johnny to release his contract. If he becomes Ghost Rider and defeats his evil son, Blackheart, Blackheart, who is trying to transform uh, the earth by possessing a thousand souls. Mm-hmm. So this movie starred Nicolas Cage, Peter Fonda, easy writer himself, Wes Bentley, who liked to watch uh, Bags dance on on uh, American, uh, gosh, I'm just I'm throwing a blank there with Kevin Spacey, uh, Sam Elliott from Roadhouse, and of course, the lovely Eva Mendes. Yep. a estimated $110 million budget. Opening weekend, this movie actually made money. $45 Did it? million dollars opening it, weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it ended up grossing in the United States $115 million, And cumulative worldwide, it went over $228 million. So I would say it kind of Success.
1: Broke, no, bro- i say broke even. Probably with I, the. With, I don't think they count marketing. And yeah, and
0: not so, to mention what they probably paid the cast and, and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so um, some trivia here. Nicolas Cage has a Ghost Rider tattoo, so he had to have it covered up in makeup in order to play Johnny Blaze. <laughs> that's that's definitely one thing. Uh, you want a little, little bit of trivia there, David?
1: Yeah, uh, let's see here. What what else? Uh, man, I am I'm off my I'm off my rocker today.
0: I got you. Nicholas Cage's computer-generated skull was made from a three-dimensional X-ray taken of his actual skull. So. That's an awesome thing. Uh, uh, was, I already talked about him lobbying to play the part of Ghost Rider. Yep. Uh, take that third one about Stan Lee.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, so one of the few uh, Marvel comic-based movies in which Stan Lee did not appear in. Yeah. So that's that's a cool little trivia feather for, uh, for some of you guys <laughs> out there. He had absolutely no involvement in the creation of the original Ghost Rider.
0: There you go. This is officially the film debut of Miss Rebel Wilson. That's right. She plays Girl in Alley. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you go.
1: So another cool little tip is that uh, Johnny Depp was actually interested in actually playing the title role. Yep. So, and, uh, and then Eric Banner, our, f- our
0: first Bruce Banner.
1: Yes, the, who actually went on to become uh, the, the Hulk, was also a, in heavy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, heavy contention and stuff for this as well for this role.
0: Uh, Nicholas Cage wrote uh, sections of the script. The movie was originally budgeted at 65 million there we go million dollars, oh. but soon the cost went up because Nicholas came on board and demanded a hefty fee to pay the to play the lead. He also demanded the ghostwriter had to look photorealistic in post-production, mm. which increased the production cost even more. the production then hit 110 million dollars, almost double of what was projected.
1: So, and this was filmed in, you know, in both Australia and here in Texas.
0: How long did it take? I think it was, it was short. It was like three, less than three months. 76 yeah. days, 76 actually. Days. So, yeah. Um, this was a little cool little tidbit. Not really a trivia. I mean, it is trivia. So, Ghost Rider was featured in a commercial for Jackson Hewitt Tax Services, in which he shows up and presents his income tax forms to the clerk for processing so he can receive his quick refund <laughs> quick, check. Quick
1: refund check.
0: So, Ghost Rider... For those of you who haven't seen it, you can you can find it on Amazon. Uh, you can't order it right now because Amazon is closed. A lot of its ordering apparently, yeah. Uh, <laughs> down, but you can find it. You can purchase it on Amazon if if you'd like. They did a sequel, uh, which is forgettable, worse than the first. It's it's really bad. Um, a lot of hamming it up by Cage. You know, I'll just I'm I'm the I'm the demon of vengeance. I'm all about the vengeance. So it's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's really bad. Even, even including, uh, Sam Elliott, who I absolutely adore, Sam Elliott. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's trite. It, the, uh, the special effects, even though the budget was doubled to do it, they're, they're pretty bad. Uh, he has this weird point he does, like when he's gonna release his spirit of vengeance. Yeah. or he just like, points at them and and flames on his finger it's really cheesy uh but you know some drinking games Uh, anytime he says i judge you guilty or i judge you innocent you can go ahead and take a shot um anytime it's clear that that they use and they ran out of money for special effects take a shot anytime wes bentley uh, who plays blackheart the villain stares really weird <laughs> when he plays <laughs> Mastastophiles he plays if he's st- yeah. he's has this he has this habit of delivering his lines and it's something he's been doing um uh, almost his entire acting career if you look at any movie that Wes Bentley has been in mm-hmm. where he just kind of stares and then he'll deliver his line and he's got these really bushy serious eyebrows. Yep. I don't know. They kind of take a life of their own. So <laughs> Yeah, really weird. So, uh, not not a very good movie. Special effects are bad. The script is oh, yeah. script is comical. Yep. The acting is subpar. So far, yeah. Uh, definitely, I would love if they ever decided with the darkness that they're going with. If they want to try to bring Ghost Rider back, oh, I'm all for it. I am. I love the Ghost Rider that they presented on um the the Disney tv Plus. show yeah yeah the 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 the, TV, the agents of shield oh yes
1: yes one. oh i'm yeah, sorry the Robbie yes. Reyes one. Reyes,
0: yeah. so good uh yep, yep. very good so that's the more modern version of it anyway mm-hmm. but yeah so you can skip this one if you want but if you do want to purchase it i bet you could probably i, I bet you could get it for about nine dollars oh, yeah. you can get a nice little blu-ray <laughs> copy of it of ghost rider and that's uh the not so mcu Absolutely. There, there was a time that I actually was I, I wanted to.
1: I thought he would do a pretty good Ghost Rider. Was Keanu Reeves and stuff. I I there's a time I was like, I, I would like to have seen that, but obviously he's much older now, and that ship has sailed.
0: He might make a really good Moon Knight. He will make a good Moon Knight,
1: right? Yeah, will that into existence? We got, we Marvel got locked down all of these big, big stars <laughs> and stuff. Do it. It is. I mean, this is the this is the playland. So come and play.
0: So so that's pretty much it for for what I had in, in store. Um, we just kind of wanted to do a little show and and, and kind of get together and and throw in a little Marvel. And it's a little bit different format here. We didn't talk about any rumors no. because I'm sure as all of you are aware, a lot of production right now is yes, kind of being halted and mm. it's it's out indefinitely. Uh Black Widow has been halted indefinitely. I think I think they're pushed it ahead of a month, another month before they're going to release it. Which which. Regardless of whether you think about what's happening, it's a smart move because yep. I'm all about better safe than sorry. Absolutely. Um, that's why a lot of these precautions are being put in place because mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't affect you, but it might affect somebody you love. Yep. might affect your grandmother or your uh, – I mean my my, my own wife uh, has a, a partially functioning lung. So she is highly susceptible to something like this. Absolutely. Um, if, if anything upper respiratory we have to worry about – because she has a partially inflated lung. So uh stay so so, away from my wife.
1: Absolutely. So I'll just say that it's when when it comes to you know, um like life and death, it's always better to be preventative than reactive and stuff. We don't wanna be like, oh wow, you know, it's you know, and just react. So let we if we can take safety precautions and measures and stuff. So we're just gonna have to kind of pull together. Now, if do we have do we have a little bit of time where World. Do we? we? Yeah, we got all the So, uh, so I, I do want to in the kind of, uh, in the. Um in the mode of what we're kind of talking about because you know there's there's a lot of you guys who are going to be kind of you know you know um you know stuck in place you know have to do a practice uh what's called social distancing which you know you kind of keep your distance protect yourself and and so i guarantee a lot of you guys are gonna be hitting up these streaming services and pulling out movies and stuff like that so in the spirit of marvel tribe I'm going to I I, I want to kind of go over, like, if if you're up for the challenge to kind of and you want to have a little Marvel movie marathon, you know, while you're practicing your social, uh, social distance distancing. So let's 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 talk about, you know, and I can rattle these off real quick. Uh, Here's the best, you know, the best order in which to watch the Marvel movies all the way up to, you know, to end game and stuff. Actually, it'd be far from home. So, you know, if so, if you guys are interested in taking on challenges, going through the whole resume of the MCU. So the first and foremost movie you're going to have to actually start out with is Captain America, the first Avengers. I mean, the title kind of says it's all it's in it's in this name. Um, you know, this is where you kind of get to meet Captain American, uh, Captain America, uh, Chris Evans, who plays him. Um, so yeah, so that's number one, and I'll make this quick. so number two, surprisingly, is another captain and it's by the name of Captain Marvel. Oh, so yeah, so this is you know you're kind of fast forward uh from you know World War two. From Captain America to the late 80s, 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Blockbuster's there. Blockbuster's still still there and stuff. So, yeah. So, we get introduced to Brie Larson, who's, you know, uh, playing Carol Danvers and stuff, which is Captain Marvel. I love her. And then, after that, this is Iron Man. I, I have to love that intro. That's probably one of the best trailers I've I've seen. I mean, I was so hyped in two thousand eight when Iron Man came and I came on and I watched that which it's the 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 thing that sold it to me where I was like this is gonna be huge was him walking away and the little the little um little missile rockets coming out of his shoulder and blowing up the tank and stuff. And he's just kind of walking. And like, then walks. Yeah. And then the, the, the
0: do, 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 You're going get me all hyped up, man. Oh, man.
1: man. So, yeah. So that's that's where we get introduced to Robert Downey, who solidifies that role. Like, we haven't been introduced, but we got introduced to the, the I, I say this is the second act in his acting career of Robert Downey Jr. And he <laughs> nailed it. Loved it. So yeah, so Iron Man number three,
0: we get our secret scene too. Oh, yeah. that's when we get our first scene when he talks about the Avengers initiative.
1: Yes, absolutely. So. And then following that is Iron Man two. So yeah, that's yeah. So that's his kinda, bird. I love my bird. That goes without saying. Now this one's a little little tricky, but I'm I'm, I'm uh, this is this is absolutely canon in the timeline, even though it's played by a different character, a different actually actor. So this is the Incredible Hulk, also came out in two thousand eight. Um, now we know that Bruce Banner is portrayed by Mark Ruffalo in the, you know in the in the latest adventures film, but this canon one is portrayed by uh, Ed Norton or Edward Sir. Is Edward he, Norton. He's Jesus. not Sir. Ed, he's not Sir, is he? No, no, no. The, not, Sir Edward Hopkins. Hopkins, yeah. But Ed, yeah, Ed Norton and stuff. So um, you know we get kind of introduced to you know Thaddeus Ross and and some of the other mainstay characters and stuff that are that are still in the timeline here. Number six is Thor. So Thor, who is played by Chris Hemsworth, um, you know, was banished to Earth and stripped of all his powers by his father Odin. You know, we get to see what this Asgardian god can really do. So number six is Thor. Hope you kind of write this down. Uh, number seven is the oh. first, the assembling of the Avengers. So that came out in 2012. So um, that's where, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, director Nick Fury brings together the Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Thor for the first time. Um, number eight is Iron Man 3. Uh, we can forget Iron Man 3, but yeah, Iron Man 3 is number eight. Uh, number next one up is, uh, Thor dark world. I'm not even going to comment on that one. (laughs) Uh, number 10 is captain America. The winter soldier, one of my top, uh, five films and stuff. It's this, was a like amazing action spy kind of film. It it was just beautifully shot. The the storytelling was really good in this. And I, yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan of of The Winter Soldier. Uh, Next up is Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's number 11. I mean, I hope you guys remember you guys got a lot of breakage, especially your kids do. So, you know, there's there's a lot of hours here that I'm doing up here. So that's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2014. You know, we get introduced to Peter Quill, played by Chris Chris Pratt, who's an amazing actor. Know this film from uh, Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah, he came off of that, and then he went on to do Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and all kinds of stuff. He's he's remind me of kind of a uh, Han Solo, kind of Harrison Ford. Oh, kind Harrison of, Ford. Yeah, he's like a young Harrison. Multiple Force. franchises. So number twelve is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Number Two. Um, after that is Avengers: Age of Ultron. That was that's I actually like that one too. And then one of my favorite Paul Rudd, Scott Ling, the Ant Man. So Ant Man came out in 2015. That's a great one. Follow that is Captain America's Civil War. Great one. Astro Sokovia and the tragic mistake that killed, uh, sorry, that killed a a great Wakandan. there is this uh, great divide that happened and you get to kind of see how that unfolds. I'm not going to spoil. I mean, well, I mean, that came out to the four. Yeah, years, if you
0: haven't so. seen it yet, please go see it.
1: So then we have one from the uh, uh, brother from another Sony, which is uh, which is also MCU uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. So that was 2017. So we got to see Tom Holland kind of take on his own feature movie. And I have to say, he's he's one of my oh, one good. of my favorite Spiderman's and stuff there is. And we got introduced to the well, I'm Batman. No, he wasn't Batman and this, No, no, no. Not Michael no. Keaton was not. He. he was a vulture. I'm the vulture. He's the vulture. He will always be Batman in my heart, but it's the Vulture. And then next, we got Doctor Strange played by Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: The most British name of all time.
1: Absolutely. So the surgeon, Doctor Stephen Strange, where had a life-changing accident and just became the Sorcerer Supreme of the mystic and dark arts and stuff, introducing magic to the MCU in a way we have not seen before. Magic. And then number 18 is the um, way is Black Panther where we got to uh, where we got introduced to him in Civil War we now get to see a little bit of the origin and the mystical uh country called Wakanda Wakanda yes so that was a great movie one of my favorite Thor movies is Ragnarok so that's up next that's number 19 I'm at 19 films guys if you guys want to binge you absolutely got to binge in this order here so make sure you hit record and like you know like and follow and do all that stuff and make sure you're taking notes so yes that is number 19 is Thor Ragnarok number 20 I'm gonna rally these off here is Avengers Affinity War Wow, that came out in 2018. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, actually, sandwiched in between there is Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, while, you know, the Avengers are, you know, facing off against Thanos, Scott Lang is putting, you know, on his Ant-Man suit once again to fight alongside the Wasp here.
0: Hope Van Dyne.
1: That's right. And then, Avengers Endgame 2019- this is a recent one, and this is a great, great, great film. And then we got Spider-Man: Far From Home. This is where we get introduced to. Uh, we got some really cool characters. We got MJ, who's played by Z- Z- Zendaya. Zendaya, Zendaya, and then Mysterio, which is also played by Jake Gyllenhaal. I love that dude; that he was a great actor and stuff. So, and that's where that that's where that ends. That's so. This this is your twenty. So that's twenty three Marvel MCU films for wow. you to binge watch while you're practicing social distancing. There you go. So and you're really gonna be socially distanced after you spend these many hours and stuff. And you'll be experts like us. And we'll invite you in, and we can give you the third oh, chair. We
0: should have a watch party. We should watch so. party at
1: Sean's house. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's it. That's it for all you uh, Marvel lovers who want to watch the entire uh, timeline in the proper order. There you have it. So, you know.
0: Yeah. There it is. There really it is. good. So tomorrow we will be filming or recording, I should say. Yeah. Recording the D-Cast. Yes. And I believe we're going to do another episode of the Extra Mother whoa, whoa. And we will have our, our new show. Uh, I believe it's going to start next week. Okay. And that's the Knights of the Rogue Republic. Wow. So <laughs> it's jumping the gun over there. I don't so know what that was. We, we want to thank everyone who's been listening. Today was just kind of a little off the rails show to get us back. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the swing of things. And uh, we appreciate everyone who's been watching. Please go to iTunes and comment and rate us. We haven't had a, a rated comment in almost a month. Ooh. And I've had to use my wife and my daughter in my introduction for the decast, and I would love to instead read one of your reviews. And here's the thing: if it's not a great review, I'll read it anyway. Um, we we we're not above criticism. We're early on in the show, before we took Brooke on, one of the mm-hmm. criticisms for us, even on a f- on a five star review, was that we didn't have enough any females. Yeah, reputation. And it just so happened that we were bringing Brooke on, so. Yep and and now we've brought on amber as well and we've yes, got megan, megan as well yep. so i uh, we're we're now pretty fortified and 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 uh in all chromosomes so so yeah so definitely uh check us out on the Decast tomorrow night absolutely and and then tune in next week and we're going to go through all this again and don't forget to like the dis insider you can check us out on the page for the disinsider.com or the dcast.com all of it will lead, lead us to us uh, any patrons who want to support the show we appreciate everything you guys do and that's gonna yeah. do it for um, for the blurred hulk in the big bayou <laughs> here with the marvel Trap.
1: oh yeah Bible
0: trap. Marble trap. Marvel trap. Marvel trap.
1: Alright, right on, right on.
0: Very good.